Welcome to Impossible, a podcast committed to reducing mental stigma one conversation at a time. Each week, I join teams from all over the world and have a discussion on all things mental health. I'm your host, Edith Kaya, and this is Impossible. Hey, besties. I hope you're staying safe and happy. I'm joined today by Dila Kaya from United Kingdom. I'm thrilled to have you here. Welcome to the show. Hello. I'm so excited to be here today. How are you doing? I am fine. I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? I'm fine as well. I'm very excited to have you today. Um, so before we start off with our questions, can you int- introduce yourself briefly? My name is Dila Kaya. I'm a climate activist and I'm 40 years old. I live in London and I'm a United student. I work in organizations such as Fridays for Future or Youth for Climate, and I'm really interested in mental health. That's why I'm like really excited to be in your podcast. Yeah, I'm glad that you're interested in mental health. So um, this actually aligns with our first question. What does mental health mean to you? Mental health, from my point of view, um, from my point of view, like struggle has always been a representative for mental health because I think mental health is really complicated but um, at the same time it can also become a source for hope because um, you know that the bad times will lead you to better days so I think yeah that's like the most important thing I always tell myself. Yeah I love that Um, so before prior to our interview you mentioned that you moved to London from Turkey um, during that process, have you ever struggled with your, with your mental health? Like, can you share your experiences a little with moving out to a new country and how that all affected your mental health? Well, that was the time I most struggled about mental health because when I moved from Turkey to London, the adaptation process for me was really challenging. Um, I can say that there were lots of different cultural there were lots of cultural differences and I couldn't assimilate the new atmosphere. And at the same time, I was dealing with school and trying to keep up with my social life and trying to keep up my results, test scores and stuff at school really pushed me to my limits. And um, as I am a climate activist, um, eco-anxiety adds up to all of that. Um, If People do not know what eco-anxiety means. Um, You have to keep up with the news and reports. So you're faced with lots of unassuring analytics and scientific data. That's why you start to feel triggered. I experienced a lot of eco-anxiety. And like having your friends in Turkey and family in Turkey, trying to make new friends here and... As for my case, I'm an introvert. That's why um, making friends isn't really easy for me, but it's getting better now. But yeah, basically that's like, that was the time I most struggled about mental health. Yeah, um, as an introvert myself, I can kind of relate to and understand how hard and difficult it must be to adapt to a new social environment. Um, so from what I understood, both culture shock and homesickness affected you and how did you cope with these feelings I mean it seems really hard yet you overcame them how did the process happen have you seeked professional help and what did it look like Uh, so when I first started struggling 
I talk to family and friends about it. Um, so some of my friends, they had already moved here from Turkey too. So they could talk to me in empathy. They could like understand what I was going through. So they really helped me. And my family was also there for me throughout my journey, but I couldn't get out of, out of this deep hollow place. So I decided why not take therapy because I really felt like I couldn't adapt. Then um, therapy process for me is really calming and I'm going to continue to take therapy until my ma mental health is stable because mental health is like a roller coaster. It always changes it's so complicated that's why it's never gonna be perfect or at least that's my case so I advise if you like if you have lots of mental health struggles going to therapy or taking professional help like in any kinds is gonna make you feel much more better so yeah that's what I did that's how I tried to cope so can you tell us a bit more about your therapy process if you'd like to share um like how did you first decide to seek help like did there was there a specific event that occurred or yeah so um in my school for example there were lots of bullying going around and because i was turkish and like my religion was different from the most um, people tend to like, people tend to talk about your choices and they criticize you. It was, it was really hard for me because I was trying to be friends with those people who were judging me because of my religion and my country that I came from. I, I, I was really sad. People really assumed things that were not true. People would assume pronouns, they would assume um, religions. And for me, that's really disturbing because we're really talking about like how everyone is equal and like racism is not true. But when like in real life, when you're talking to someone, they can actually be racist when without realizing that's why I I really struggled with that. People didn't really care about each other and we had lots of problems. And then I moved to a different school and there people were like, mm, they were really accepting because it was more of a safe environment. It really helped me. But in my therapy process, I have learned that struggling with mental health is not always about like yourself. It's mostly about people around you because in my case, this, this happened in my case, people thought that I was a bad person because I was a Muslim or I was a bad person because I was Turkish. Um, this can really break someone's heart because they can really be like into, they can really be passionate about their country. That's why I kept like talking to my friends and family about it. But all that they can say is like, 
they couldn't really help professionally. That's why my family like advised me to take therapy and I really wanted to go for it. That's why therapy process started from racism and not fitting in to friends groups. But when like I started seeing people that were outing me because of my religion or my uh, background, I just get away. I just got away from those people because um, toxic traits are something that you should always stay away from and you cannot paint a red flag green. So I was just like, okay, you're being racist to me. I'm going to walk away from you. So I cut people out of my life and now I'm feeling better. And I'm like, I have a safe environment with my friends and my family. Yeah, I understand. It sounds like um, your experiences with bullying, racism, and discrimination affected your mental health part. And you definitely did, didn't deserve to go through any of that. And I'm sorry that you were subjected to that kind of discrimination. And But I'm proud of you for coping with these experiences. I mean, thank you. it must have been hard to even like speak up about these things, even to your parents about this. I mean, it's such a difficult experience. And later you seek professional help as well. I mean, that's such a brave thing, I think. And thank you for being so vulnerable and open and sharing your story with us today. So um, do you have any tips for teens who are afraid to speak up about their struggles? Of course. So I advise them to ask for help whenever you need. And people should know that being open and being Throughful is always the right thing to do. If you keep living your struggles in your head and if you try not, if you do not own up about them, you're going to feel more, you're going to overthink everything. And going through mental health struggles are completely normal. And eventually everyone will go through them because this is life. And um, the reality is nothing is perfect. That's why you should ask for help whenever you need. That's what I would advise to every teenager. Yeah, it's very common for people. Uh, it's very normal for people to struggle with their mental health. I'm glad that you kind of share that kind of message. Um, so before we wrap things up, we have one last question that I ask each guest. Uh, what is the one sentence you'd like to share with our audience today? It links to my other answer before the question. It is, it's okay not to be okay because you will have those times where you do not feel very well, but it's going to be all right after the next day. And you're going to be like, okay, I went through that process. That was like some experience, but I have to go on with my life because this is my life and I'm going to take care of myself. So it is okay not to be okay. Oh, I really like that message. And I agree, it is okay not to be okay. And it's okay to seek help as yeah. well. So thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. And I just want to say that, like, it is great what you're doing. So, like, keep up the good work. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. 
If you enjoyed it, be sure to follow or subscribe on the platform you're tuning in from. Tune in next week for another episode where we break the barriers of mental health and turn the impossible possible. Until then, take care.